Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. There are plenty of signs in downtown Detroit. Same for every major city. But there are a couple of new ones that have been raising eyebrows. You, my friend, happen to be in one of those out-of-state markets. Four of those happen to be in Michigan. We thought we would get some eyeballs on the new Ohio brand in downtown. As the summer season arrives, the battle for tourism dollars goes well beyond a simple vacation. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I saw some rumblings the other day on Reddit. In fact, it was a Detroit subreddit. It was about a sign that had appeared on a downtown Detroit building, the Camper Building in the Financial District. Then I read an article in the Detroit Free Press about it. The sign reads, Ohio, the heart of it all, which then directs people to a website boasting about Ohio's tourism. So I went to find this sign for myself. The Lewis Camper Building is such a cool building, too. Right on the corner of Grand River and Washington Boulevard. Right, so I'm on Grand River now. I'm going to have to cross. There's only one side of the building I haven't seen yet. Walk down this alley. I don't see it. I swear, this is where it was supposed to be. So I looked at a picture. Maybe I didn't stand far back enough? I'm not very tall, so sometimes perspective is tough. I'm gonna see if I can stand further back. All right, so here's why I didn't see it. I didn't stand far enough back. So now, as I walk down Washington Boulevard, past Clifford, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna see it. Ready? One, two, three. There it is. Man, that's a big sign. I can see why people aren't happy about it. Who would do such a thing? This is the work of Tourism Ohio. Think pure Michigan, but for Ohio. So what's going on here? To answer that question, I called Lydia Mahalik. She's the director of the Ohio Department of Development. How did you decide where some of these are going to go? Because I'll be honest, it's not what you're used to seeing in Detroit. <laughs> Well, look, Governor DeWine rolled out Ohio's new brand a couple of weeks ago, and it's supported by an integrated multi-channel advertising campaign. It also targets not only Ohioans, but also very select out-of-state markets. And you, my friend, happen to be in one of those out-of-state markets. We're in 28 markets in total. Four of those happen to be in our neighbor to the north in Michigan. And Detroit is one of those select markets. And so we thought we would get some eyeballs on the new Ohio brand there in downtown. 
According to the Michigan Department of Economic Development, folks visiting Michigan accounted for almost $200 million in tax revenue last year. Chris Moyer, the Senior Director of Communications for Visit Detroit, says our state depends on that money. Statewide, tourism and hospitality are the second or third biggest industries in the state, depending on how you break down some of those job numbers. And the state should do as much as possible to support those industries. So paying to make sure that Travel Michigan has a robust budget is also supporting local organizations like Visit Detroit and dozens of other destinations around the state. Our money comes from an assessment on hotel stays, and we go and use that money to promote our regions. Like I said at the top, there are some folks on social media who are not thrilled with pro-Ohio signs in Detroit. As we all know, the two states have quite the history. But Dave Lorenz tells me that turnabout is fair play. Dave is the vice president of Travel Michigan, which runs the Pure Michigan campaign. It's the exact same reason why we market in Cincinnati. The business that Detroit now gets for leisure business has really changed over the last 15 years. We all know about the many improvements to the experience in Detroit. So they know Detroit and Michigan is a great place to market to because there are a lot of people traveling there. We go to Cincinnati because it's a good market, a test market for a lot of consumer goods. So there are a lot of people there who work in offices that are really wanting to get away to places where they can experience a little bit different uh, lifestyle, a little bit different surroundings, and they do love Michigan. So it works for both of us. The battle for tourism dollars is easily crossing those invisible state lines. But why? The answer to that question is simple. The amount of money at stake is staggering. Two and a half years ago, we had more than $3 trillion in savings. And right now we know it's just over a trillion dollars. So this last year and a half, two years, people spent that money mostly on experiences. And that's why it's really important that the Pure Michigan brand continues to be out there. It's helped us to stay top of mind as a travel location. In these last few years, for instance, in 22, our estimated spending for travel was around $25 billion with a B. Ohio had around $24 billion with a B. And I think that trend's going to continue because those in the surrounding area know Michigan is a really quality place. We just need to remind them that they are welcome and we love to have them here. While the theme of this episode is basically Ohio versus Michigan for your tourism dollars, Chris from Visit Detroit says it's not always a competition. When it comes to the international tourism market, the Great Lakes region collaborates. I'll give you a perfect example. It's not even just the international market. It's the Great Lakes cruising. More than 60 boats are going to come and dock at the Port of Detroit, but they're going throughout all of our region. And so it is essential that we work together to help promote the Great Lakes region you know, it's one thing if you're talking about a long weekend, but if somebody's coming from Germany, they're likely going to have 7, 10, 14 days on their hands, and they're going to go to more than one place. And so why not band together to show them a variety of places they can go? We're expecting thousands of visitors from Europe over the weekend here for movement. We know they're not just going to be in Detroit. 
they're going to go into Canada. They're going to go into Ohio. They're going to go to Chicago. And so it is that collaborative approach. Hey, we get to capture their attention for three, four, five days, maybe a week, but they're going to go somewhere else. And so the entirety of the package and making it very accessible for them to see the sites throughout the region is really critical. Maybe I lied a minute ago. Maybe this episode is about more than just a battle for tourism dollars. If you ask Lydia from Ohio, it's about stemming a trend that has been plaguing the Midwest, population drain. We're definitely looking at not only people coming and visiting Ohio, but quite frankly, we're in a competition for people and we want people to come and live in Ohio as well. So we want Ohio to be in top consideration as they're making choices about where they're going to land. It's almost like you can read my mind. I know that we're having a tourism conversation, but I have to imagine, you know, tourism is kind of like window shopping, right? And if you like what you see, maybe you'll stay and buy something. It's absolutely a part uh, of the conversation. And when you go somewhere uh, and you visit, you may be staying uh, for a day or two. But quite frankly, if you really like what you see, you may want to go back and make a lifetime decision about it. We love that people come and hang out maybe for a day and have some fun. But look, our population growth is not where we want to see it. A lot of states in the Midwest are challenged by those trends. And so we're making intentional steps and hope that these new marketing steps will put us in the consideration set moving forward. How should Detroiters and Michiganders react to the Ohio tourism signs in the city? As I walked back to my car from the camper building, it dawned on me that the answer is dependent on perspective. The folks from Ohio were very clear. This is a poaching mission, and it's not just about tourism. That was my first thought. This is about tourism. It is. But there's another piece to it. If you like what you see when you visit, you might come back and stay. The competition for young people to fill jobs right now is so intense. People in Ohio recognize the value of the Michigan dollar and the value of the Michigan worker. So take that as a compliment. But if it's a question of audacity, yeah, I see why people would get exercised over it. I guess there is a flip side to that coin. What if it works? That's not good. You don't want to lose dollars in tourism. You don't want to lose workforce. Population drain is something that Detroit's been fighting for decades. It's a very sensitive subject here. So while the sign itself doesn't bother me, the notion that it might work, that is unsettling. From a tourism standpoint, Michigan does really well. That Pure Michigan campaign has been a huge success. Lydia from the state of Ohio told me that Tourism Ohio was modeled after Pure Michigan in several ways. Which is great. Shout out to Michigan for being a trendsetter. But like I said earlier... That makes me nervous. If Ohio's new tourism campaign works as well as ours, it might be at the expense of the Mitten State. Today's big thanks go out to Lydia Mahalik, Chris Moyer, and Dave Lorenz for talking travel with us. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.